You're listening to the New World To Go podcast with your hosts, Redbird and BDLG. Hello and welcome to another episode of New World To Go. I'm your host, Redbird, and with me is BDLG. Bordy, we got a ton to talk about today on the podcast. Uh, There's been a ton of news in the New World front, so why don't we hop right in here. First and foremost, thank you for leaving the five-star ratings and review that you guys have. Uh, we are well over uh, anything we ever thought we'd be at. We're at 65 star ratings. Uh, so we appreciate you guys. Bordy, I know you have a few to, to read off. So I'll let you do that real quick. I do, man. We got a few five stars and a couple with uh, some comments here. So let's see. The first one is, is from Omi. O-M-I. It says, thanks for the content, guys. I look forward to listening to the podcast at the job. Thank you for also keeping a positive outlook on the games. I feel like the best is yet to come. I would most definitely agree with that. Omi, I think the best is yet to come as well. Thank you for the five star. We appreciate that very, very much. The next one is from <laughs> Ever Fall for Some Melons. <laughs> I like the name, man. It says uh, that we need a bi-weekly podcast. Podcast, right? It says, I always want more information on New World and would love to see a bi-weekly podcast. There's so much content to go over and it seems like one podcast a week is a drop in the ocean of information that could be released from your platform. Definitely would check out the YouTube videos and we'll throw a few dollars at your patron. Overall, I love the work. Keep us informed. Yo, thank you, man. Dang. We really appreciate that. Thank you for being a Patreon supporter. We appreciate that very much too. Uh, a bi-weekly podcast would be would be quite a lot, I think, but maybe, maybe, maybe one day, man, maybe one day we can work something like that into our schedule. But uh... all right, the next one, well, maybe... The next one comes from from NJ5309. It says this podcast, it says a very, very informative New World podcast. And they say this podcast is very truthful about issues with the release of New World. As I enjoy my path to level 60, listening to the talk about PvP wars keeps me excited. The content of this podcast is good and it is updated on a regular cycle, which is essential for a timely and relevant podcast. And it's signed by Arturo. Thank you, Arturo, for that. Man, we appreciate those five stars, guys. And the comments are awesome. So thank you guys so much for those. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Don't forget to, you know, again, check out the YouTube channel. Uh, we are going to, if you're looking for more new world content, we should be putting stuff up there regularly uh, now. Uh, so don't forget to hit the subscription, the notification bell. Maybe you're watching the video or this video on there. So you, maybe you're already have found our YouTube channel, but yeah, we can, we continue to have plans uh, to push more and more videos out over there with our guides, updating our guides and everything on new world fans. Uh, so stay tuned over there. All right, Bordy, why don't we just get right into it? Uh, here is the news. All right, so tons of news this week. Even our main topic this week is actually news, but uh, lots of things are happening on the new world front. Uh, first and foremost, they did post some sort of like dev blog in the uh, in the forums, which I, I don't know, Bordy. I don't know how you feel about this, but I if things like this. I would like to have up on the official website. It is kind of hard to always like keep track of like the the website, the Twitter, the the forums. It seems like they release news sporadically on all of these different platforms. So I all we almost missed this one. Uh but uh uh yes, this is the dev blog. Uh it, it covered a bunch of things, Bordy, and one of the most important things I think or the most interesting things put in in the dev blog was the as a potential a universal trading post. Now I think it seems like the wording here at least uh, kind of insinuates that this is for sure going to happen, Bordy. Uh, so what do you think about this uh, this effort to combine all the trading posts into one auction house type of situation, uh, and then and then the different tax uh, approaches that they plan on doing uh, with the new system? 
Yeah, so I think this is for sure going to happen. It's coming in with the November update from what this dev post says. And it says that the trading post will be linked following the November update. And it says the rationale was to strengthen the economies, less travel territories, and ensure item availability in all territories. Along with linking the trading post, the following are going to occur. So fees for buy and sell orders are defined by the settlement that you're posting them from. Transaction taxes on purchase you make are defined by the settlement in which you're making the purchase. Items listed in sell orders that expire are returned to the settlement from which they were posted. And it is no longer possible to place items on the trading post for 28 days. Now the maximum is going to be 14 days. So my overall view of this red I, I i am very very mixed and whenever i read this i had a lot of emotions because because number one uh, the idea of having these localized trading posts has always been pretty intriguing to me i like the idea and here's a here's a prime example of why like i went to cutlass keys yesterday i was down there hanging out i'm working on my smelting and i and and, and mining and i wanted to buy some flux right so i went to the the cutlass keys trading post to buy some flux there was only one posting out there now this guy was a little extreme. He had it on the marketplace course, yeah. for a hundred for a hundred per. Nobody's gonna buy it for a hundred per. But but in the example that, that I'm using here, like if I were the only person that posted that particular item in the Cutlisky's trading post, I could post it up there for maybe double the price. Like right now, it's going for about 0.75 to one coin on our server per flux. So you could go over there and you could post maybe even at 1.5 or two and double your money. And I was in a position then that if it would have been posted for two, I probably would have bought a whole bunch of flux because I was trying to get off of the game, but I wanted to get my smelting up to a certain point then. And it was the only option. So to save some time and just a little bit of convenience, I would have spent the extra money to buy it there. And then I would have went on about my merry way, right? Well, now that's no longer going to be possible because everybody's just going to buy whatever the cheapest is from whatever territory because it's going to all be linked. So that's going to be pretty interesting. So it kind of takes that aspect out of the game, 100%. Like you, you can no longer be like this traveling merchant who can go from place to place and try to work the market in that area from these localized economies, which really does suck. And that was like the biggest feeling I had whenever I first seen that. I was like, man, this, this sucks. Like this is not good. But on the flip side of that, the convenience of that is also incredible because as I was standing there at the trading post, I also thought, wow, wouldn't it be nice if I could just buy the other ones right now instead of having to go over there and come back because then I could have just bought the other ones and then went about my merry way. So it's kind of a it's kind of a trade-off. I do think overall this will be a good move for the health of the game moving forward, though. I think overall this is a good play. I know it's a lot of people don't like it. I, I'm very mixed about it, but I do think for the long-term health of the game, this is going to be a very good play for convenience purposes and to keep those economies stable that aren't stable right now. Like, Red, look at Evan Scale right now, man. That's a territory we want to get, but it is a money sink. Evan Scale, Reekwater, both money sinks. You're not going to make your money back there. But once they link these these trading posts, you potentially could, uh, which is the kind of that's what they stay here. Is that's the rationale? So I don't know, man. What's your thoughts there? Well, I th I think you're right. I think the idea behind uh, linking these is more so that you know generally I think most people right now. Uh, they're going to use that. You can already search every auction house from one auction house or sorry, trading post. So basically if I am an Evan scale, I can do a search through the entire land of a tournament in each, in each uh, territory and to find out what other items are available, what other items are selling for. So most of the time for me in my gameplay experience, I will just go ahead and travel to wherever I need to go to get those items and buy them immediately. So the, the thing is, is like, I think most people already do that, right? They already uh, go and, and, but the problem is, is 
you know, you're always going to have uh, uh, territories like Windsward and Everfall that are going to be your hubs that are always going to make a butt ton of money, well, more, way more than anything like Evanscale or any of those other territories. And so the problem is you, you only have two valuable territories in the map, and most people are going ahead and using like a global auction house uh, system anyways, because it's just, but the only step is, is, is inconvenience, is, which is basically just spending Azoth uh, to get to what you yeah. need, right? Uh, so I, I think the change is really good. I do think that it, it'll continue to be tweaked, but, but it's interesting to think about at that point, you know, if your company owns a territory now, you would want to push everybody in your, in your company to list things in that territory, which would help, yeah. you know, uh, the, you know, make money off of the, you know, make them profitable, which is something they definitely need to address. We're going to talk a little bit more about territory control and, and the future of, of, uh, I think you know what that looks like uh, with uh, with some server merges here soon, but but yeah, dude, I think changes like this need to happen because we're not a hundred percent sure about you know uh, what the game looks like when everybody hits end game, right? Are are still only people going to be using Everfall and Windsward as a hub? Uh, are we going to use other territories? You know, we don't know yet uh, for certain, but uh, but uh, you know, I think that there are some concerns that need to be addressed uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so, man, without a doubt. So, but before we move on, I know we got we got a lot to talk about in here, but I want to go over a couple of more of these really high points from this developer post because it's there's some really really interesting information in here, and we're not going to go over everything because it's very very long. But if you guys want to check it out, you can obviously go to newworldfans.com. We have an article over there that's called "Family Share uh, Disabled," which we're about to talk about right now. Economy fixes and more, and then you can obviously click the link there, and it'll take you over to the actual dev post, which is quite long. But here's the high points, man. Number one was the was the big trading posts being linked that's that's huge news that i think it's going to affect it have a huge impact on the game the next one is they disabled family share which was a big deal red because they were having a lot of bots gold sellers like ban evaders was was becoming a big deal so they decided to disable family sharing altogether which which sucks for those people that were using family share in the manner it was intended to be used for but because of all of the exploitation that was happening i think this is the right move it does suck for those people i feel for the people that were actually using it but it only takes a few bad apples to ruin it for everyone right and that and that's what happened but i think it was more than not a few sure bad that's apples. the exact think, saying but yes uh, yeah, yeah yeah well well it's what is that what is the saying it only a, takes a, a few apple. bad apples to ruin the, ruin the whole bunch Run the whole bunch. Uh, okay, I, I was so. almost there. I, I almost had it, dude. Either way, you get the just, point. You know, but so, yeah, yeah. yeah, so family sharing is not an issue, man. The deflating economy issues, they're addressing that by the trading post being linked. They're also doing a few other things to address the deflating economy. They know that's an issue once you hit level 60. They say it's not a huge issue once you hit level 60, but it is an issue. And they think that whenever more of the population begins to hit level 60, it'll become a more of an issue. So they're addressing that now with several different fixes. Um, but the biggest one there, Obviously, is a trading post being linked. Then they say like the economy exploits and gold farming. They've done a lot to kind of to kind of uh, suspend or or mitigate some of these gold farmers that are happening. I have still seen a few messages on our server, but not near as much chat spam from gold farmers as there was. So that's a good thing. They roll out a hot fix for that. And then here's a big one, Red, war lag, man. So, they, and they addressed this specifically. They say war lag has been an issue since the release of New World. This is a major topic that was also discussed. So AGS, AGS has acknowledged the exploits players were performing by spamming the ice gauntlet, fire staff, and life staff in order to create latency problems while capturing points. And they said that they have made some initial changes already, but then in the November update, they're going to come out with some more, and then long term, they have some more issues. So I think that's great. They addressed how luck works uh, in there. That's a, a pretty big deal. People have been wondering how it works. So it does 
luck only affects your chances to roll a higher tier or a higher uh, higher rarity item is, is basically basically how luck works in yeah. a nutshell. And then perks and gem issues, Red, there's a ton of problems with all those. They fixed a lot of them with the latest patch, but they say it is their it, they say it is their goal to have all of the perks and gems fixed in this November yeah, patch that's yeah. coming up, which is huge, man, huge. And then they Whoa. go on to explain some stuff about the watermark system, and we have a guide on newworldfans.com that explains the entire watermark system, and they can create an awesome resource over there for that. So go check that out. But that's basically everything in a nutshell. There's a lot more over there, um, but it's super long, super in-depth. I would highly recommend you guys go read it. It's very uh, very good. Yeah, the gem, all the gems are not working still, and and that is a very, very important right. thing. So I think, I think that, yeah, this is going to be big. It seems like Bordy to me. And, and and I may be uh, looking into things too far, but I think 1.1 is the the November update that, we, that we've kind Maybe. of all been waiting for. You know, we know that there's a lot of like I would say not game breaking bugs, but like moderately, you know, some bugs that need to be addressed. Uh, like the gems not working properly. I'm glad they didn't wait for the resilience bug because that was that was something that yeah. completely fit like. And we're going to talk about 1.0.5 uh, as our main topic, uh, but that that particular uh, bug was was really game breaking. I think a lot of people didn't realize how bad it was until it was taken down, and then you get yeah. to see you know how great combat can be uh, when everybody's not like a, basically a tank. So yeah, I, I think we're going to see this November update. Uh, hopefully at the beginning of the month. Uh, but but obviously we're already kind of getting close to being at the end of the beginning of the month, so maybe mid month. Uh, now, but but Bordy, uh, so what do you think, dude? Is is November gonna be when we get to see the the Void Gauntlet or maybe the new zone, or do you think this is basically going to be more of a a fixing update? No, man, I th I don't think we're getting any new content in November, and I don't want any new content in November, if I'm being perfectly honest. What I want is them to fix all the problems that they've addressed, and all the problems that they've, they've addressed are, are you know, semi-big issues, some of them, some of them not so much, but I'd still like to see them fixed. And I think the November update is going to do just that. I think they're going to roll out this huge update to just address a whole lot of issues that have been happening. They have already addressed a lot with the, with the five patches they've put out, but those are just mini patches, you know, that have just addressed a few things here and there. I think think with this november update man i'm really hoping we get, get a whole lot of things fleshed out and fixed and corrected because i think you would have a rage of players that are going to be incredibly mad if they start rolling out new content without fixing some of the stuff before like i think there's always going to be some sort of bug there's always going to be something to happen i think every mmo has something in there whether it's widely known or not there's bugs or something in every mmo i think the games are just too big not to have something happen so so rolling out new content um is fine and and needed i think and it'll be great but i don't think it's necessarily needed right now and 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 i would much rather see them fix everything or fix most of the stuff at least all the big stuff before they think about rolling out new content yeah so here, here's a little bit more on that this is something that also is brought up in the forums uh, and again uh, i think this is the only place i found this uh, or i saw this uh, available was hey there uh, if basically someone's asking about world merges and, and the problems with population, you're kind of going, uh, you know, kind of going off what you're talking about, about the, the amount of content in the game and potentially just maybe fixing it is the right thing. Uh, world population is becoming a problem, Bordy. Uh, some of these servers, not all, obviously, are getting low pop and then obviously kind of uh, diminishes the, the experience of the game. And so someone asked about well, when are we going to see world merges? And, and Kay from the New World Developer team 
responded this. Hey there, world merges are on the horizon, but require additional scaling testing before we're confident enough to use the tech on the live world. As you can imagine, given the first few rocky weeks, we are using an overabundance of caution here. Keep an eye on the official news uh, area for an update uh, uh, from our community managers in the future. So this kind of goes along the lines of what you're saying, basically, Bordy, uh, is that, you know, uh, it, it is best to, and I think they've obviously learned from their past, uh, uh, you know, the launch bugs and everything, to exercise caution with change. Uh, so here we go, dude. Uh, world merges uh, seem to be on the horizon, like they said. Uh, and so we're going to talk a little bit about, more about that uh, now. Uh, but but overall, uh, you know, I think that these are necessary, right? They already knew. They've already mentioned these to us prior to launch. They they that they were developing a way to merge servers because they merge servers because they knew that would be an issue going forward. Uh, so what what first and foremost, we're on like I would say a moderately populated server. I think Takamagahara uh, gets around 800 is what Taken sent over uh 800 at its peak so not even half of what the the peak population would be uh so what is your what is your take on these you know the population concerns of the players and then obviously the the uh notion of server mergers on the horizon yeah i think that that's something that needs to happen man i mean there's a lot of people that are claiming that the game is dead but the game is obviously not dead we have there's still 200,000 plus 300,000 plus concurrent players sometimes the game is still very much alive and well but the problem that some players are experiencing and i'd say uh, not just some, I'd say quite a lot of players are experiencing is that the game feels dead because their server is dead or their population yeah. of their server has gone down. So what we experienced was that we had, a, you know, almost a million concurrent players on launch. So they had to open up all these new servers. And what happened is that it's natural for people to leave after after launch because they're going to go follow their 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 favorite streamer they're going to go follow their favorite youtuber they're going to want to play with them for a little while or they're just going to test out the game for themselves then get bored then move on to something else because a lot of gamers have a short attention span right the next new thing comes out we chase that and we want to go play that so so it is it is normal for that to happen so there was this big huge surge they had to open up all these servers to accommodate and now we're at the problem where the population is starting to level out some and uh, and and there was a lot of problems with the game for a while. So it hemorrhaged a lot of players there, too, which I think a lot of those people will come back uh, after the November update. But but either way, you see where it goes. It's like you had all these servers. Now you have all these people that left. So now you're stuck with all these servers that just don't have quite the population to fill them. And it does feel bad when you're on a server that especially whenever you can't get into queues or you can't find people to do certain activities, which I think we're going to talk about here in just a minute. But. But uh, I, it has to happen, man. These server merges have to happen. They're going to have to figure out like the optimal number of people to be on a server, and then they're going to have to figure out a way to merge those that make sense. And I think as time goes on, their numbers are going to get more stable. They're going to get a very good idea of how many players are going to play for the long term, and then they'll be able to merge them appropriately. Uh, it's just I, I think the key word here in this situation is a little bit of patience from people uh, that feel like their server is dead because they are going to address the issue. Uh, we just got it. We, we have to wait for them to address it. And it was just a it was a launch issue, man. You know, it was a launch issue. The game was super crazy popular on release. So they opened up all these servers and now they need to merge them. And it's it, I think that was expected. Right. So we just got to be patient and, and wait it out for a minute. And yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one of the things I think that that uh, potentially is, is to be questioned now is what is the appropriate max amount of players yeah. available? Yeah. 
we've seen what kind of 2K yep. looks like. And, and, and now, you know, I think it, it becomes different, Bordy, uh, now that we don't have everybody flooding these uh, starting islands now. Or, you know, we, we will yeah. have a consistent maybe a bit of new players during the holidays or people that pick up the game like when it goes on a Steam sale or maybe maybe potentially down the line free to play or something like that. Uh, so, you know, we are going to have new players coming in, but I think most of the player base are going to be spread out among where they're farming, where they're selling. If they do fix the, uh, if they do fix the, the trading post issue, then, then it's going to be viable to be and own different territories across the map. So we might see, uh, companies kind of spread out within their territories, which I think is the way the game is designed, right? You kind of have yeah. your territory and you live in that and, and operate out of that. And then, you know, as far as like territory wars go. Uh, you know, you press for territory or defend territory. I think that's, uh, you know, yeah. what the game is supposed to look like. So the player base should be spread out uh, for the most part. Uh, so I think maybe, it, you know, them looking at the max uh, population uh, on the servers would be a good point. What do you think it is, Bordy? We've seen 2K and we've Man. seen queues of like, you know, 30 minutes, an hour. What do, what do you think the main? That's the, a tough question. Uh, that's a really, really, really tough question because I don't know, man. I don't know because here's the thing, dude. You you don't, whenever you're running around in the wilderness, man, you don't want to be surrounded by a whole bunch of other players. You also want to be able to go out there and gather resources and feel almost secluded when you're out in the woods, like gathering uh, or chopping down a tree or whatever. But then whenever you go into town, you want the town to feel very populated and alive. So it's like this, it, it's this balancing act, I think, that's, that gets very tricky because you want there to be enough players so that the game feels alive, but not so many players that the game feels just so, so packed that you lose the experience that I think the game is intended to give you. And, and, and like whenever you're out in the open world, man, I, I don't think you're intended to see just a, a ton of players all the time running around out in the woods randomly. You know, that's too many players at that point. So I don't know what the magic number is, man. I I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's something crazy like 10 K or anything like that. Maybe like three K maybe ish three, four, maybe four. I don't know if four might be too many. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe it's... whenever they expand the world to make it bigger, but right now maybe three. I, I don't think, know, yeah, I think you like nailed that. the wait. Hit the nail on the head. Uh, we we are <laughs> struggling with dad dad references. <laughs> uh, the thing, yeah, I, I think it, right now it may be too early to increase the population size because, like like we yeah. had mentioned before, you have the player base kind of getting up to, to the max levels. Well, now all of a sudden, Shattered Mountain and your Calcum, your in level like nodes and stuff are yeah. highly contested. So if you add yeah. more people to those servers, then you're gonna have more problems. Uh, taken, of course, uh, you know, he, he, he wakes up, he sets his alarm clock every morning, uh, to mine his work outcome route. And even I, he's on a very, <laughs> he's, he still can't get it. He's on a highly populated server though. Uh, so, you know, um, so, you know, I guess there's probably going to be contention for those forever because until there's another end game node, uh, which I would assume like as they update the game, they'll have a tier six and stuff like that. But, but who knows? Yeah. You know, we'll see. Uh, so, uh, one last thing, dude, is, is the territory control, uh, problem when you're merging servers. We, we've, they've mentioned a little bit of how they would address this, but, but, uh, I figured it's a good time before we slip into our main topic. How, what, what are your thoughts on, on how territory control should be managed at that point? Should the entire map reset or should, you know, uh, the higher population server kind of keep their territories and then the lower pop people that move in get to like kind of start from the ground up. Maybe they get refunded for their territory. 
Uh, what do you think that looks like? I don't know, man. That's super tricky because you can refund for somebody for their territory, but that doesn't that doesn't give you the money that you would make. That doesn't give you like the opportunity cost that's there from the taxes and everything you would receive from that territory had you owned it initially. So that is a very, very tricky situation. And I honestly don't know how you handle that. I, I really don't. Because if you merge servers, it's not the it's not the fault of the players whenever you merge the servers, right? So these people that have worked really hard to earn their territory and have probably, and some of these people have potentially kept their territory for a really, really long time only to lose it to a server merge would feel real bad. It's like, man, we've defended yeah, this territory yeah, yeah. for 16 wars and now the only thing that's taken us down is a server merge and now unfortunately we lost this territory because of that and now we can't get it back. Like that would feel real bad. But then the same can be said about the people who are getting merged into the server like we've held this territory for 16 wars and now we lost it because we're our servers getting merged into another one and it's the same territory that these people own so we don't get it i don't know man i have i have absolutely no idea here's the problem with that no matter which way you go it's going to make somebody mad it doesn't matter which way you take it somebody's going to be mad you're not in that situation you will not be able to to appease or make everyone happy. Somebody is going to be mad whenever you merge servers. So I, I don't know. They just need to pick a route and go with it, really. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, and, and New World has this unique problem, I think, because a lot of other MMOs kind of handle these sort of uh, issues with server merging and everything with sharding. Uh, it's not yeah. a very popular uh, you know, feature, but it is something that MMOs have used in the past to kind of keep the world feeling alive and keeping, you know, things active and, and, and stuff like that. I, I really do think though, uh, you know, outpost rush and, 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 uh, activities like that with queues, we do need to look at some sort of cross server queue, uh, you yeah. know, whether it is like, we, we kind of know how the worlds are kind of sharded out right now. Obviously there's instances of each of these servers where, you know, all of the people within that, uh, bit of uh server can own territory and stuff and that works with new world of course but eventually as far as like uh you know if there's going to be you know a smaller scale pvp queue if there's going to be uh you know outpost rush continue to be successful which is a great game mode but but the, sometimes it, it lacks people that actually want to queue at certain times so then you set in the queue for like 30 minutes an hour it can be very unideal because you can't just wait around the outpost rush vendor to kind of queue up again you're going to go out and yeah. do things and then when your queue pops and you're done then you're like you know x amount of minutes away from the from the queue again i don't know there's some things that definitely need to be looked at and addressed as far as like you know what it looks like uh, when these servers are merged or if they're merged uh but but i think uh we'll get more information on that soon yeah, I, I would agree. I'm in definitely in the camp that the cross-server activities need to happen, man. Outpost Rush Expeditions, there's no reason why those shouldn't be. Uh, wars obviously should be server-based. That's that's without question. But Outpost Rush, all these instanced activities that, that, that really have no bearing on the outcome of the server – dude, we got we got to have some cross-server activities if the if – the, uh, populations are this low it's just it's brutal the ex uh, the plus, expedition plus thing worries me just a, a little bit i do like the idea of yeah. having to run across the map to get into expeditions uh so i don't know how you would do that with uh across yeah. platform but but the outpost rush thing seems it's a no-brainer it's an it's a completely instant yeah. so yeah 
Yeah, expeditions would be a little bit more tricky because you also have the keys that you have to make, and right, those are yep. server-based. Mm-hmm. So if one server is able to make a whole lot more keys than the other, then sure. But Outpost Rush, in my opinion, is an absolute no-brainer because you don't have to do anything to get in there. You just go queue up, you're in there, you play, then you're out. And it sucks to be sitting in there for all these queues whenever you just want to go play Outpost Rush. The other thing, they, dude, I want to be able to, to go fish and queue up for Outpost Rush, man. I don't want to have to – if I'm playing solo, I don't want to have to run back to the Outpost and queue up for Outpost Rush and then run back to my fishing spot while I wait 45 minutes only to have to run back again after my outpost rush match and then like dude there's no reason outpost rush in particular should you should just be able to queue up for it anywhere and you should and it should be cross server I think and I I hope we get there at some point man yeah I mean it's hard to argue about that since it's completely instanced you know it is fun I will say competing against people in the server in PvP, like you know what I mean, we get to fight our company all the time. We get to fight people like in in rival guilds and stuff. And I've had the yeah. opportunity to meet people from different companies uh, on our yeah, server same. through that system, and I think it's pretty cool, uh, you yeah. know, to have that opportunity. But um, but yeah, yeah. I also maybe- think like I want to also get if I'm setting down to play Outpost Rush. I would prefer not to wait like 45 minutes to get my queue, especially like because that yeah. I think where it shines, Bordy. Where it shines, Bordy, is like games like, okay, so me and you have talked about this a lot in MMOs because we've been covering MMOs for a long time, but games like League of Legends or Overwatch or or Call of Duty or whatever, you can sit down, queue into something, play it for like 30 minutes to an hour without much commitment, and then log off whenever your game is done. New World could offer that experience with Outpost Rush because it is a great game mode. But I think at that point, so you fun. need more players in the queue to wherever someone can, can consistently get into a match at any mm-hmm. point in time. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> I didn't expect the... the uh, so, all right. <laughs> well, I've said my piece, man. Perfect. All right, yeah. dude. Well, uh, without further ado, let's hop into the main topic of today. It is, it is patch 1.0.5. All right, dude. So we, I think all the player base have been waiting for an update that kind of settles things down. And me and you kind of thought it would be 1.1, but it turns out, dude, it was 1.0.5. We got to update this week. Uh, Everybody, if you haven't played the update already, I'd be very surprised. There's been tons of changes in this update so far. But if you haven't played it, you're going to get to hear a ton about it uh, in our main topic. We're going to cover the entire thing because I think, dude, this is a massive step in the right direction for the game. Yeah. I think it addressed a lot of concerns from players. Uh, and, and, dude, overall, uh, I've been having a ton of fun uh, with the new system. We haven't got to do a war yet, but hopefully that's going to change. I know we have a lot of plans to push some territories in the future, but, uh, but I've heard even the wars are better now, which was a, a big complaint from people. So let's hop right in here. First and foremost, Bordy Gold Sellers. Uh, they were plaguing our general chats and, and recruitment chats for time and time again. And now uh, it's finally fixed, dude. Uh, we uh, They have set out a lot of things in place uh, to do this. First and foremost, uh, they have uh, disabled early game trading. I think it's up to 72 hours on a new account. And they have distributed gold in, in uh, from the earlier quest out into later quests. Obviously, you're still going to get the same amount of gold as you level. You're just going to get more of it later on to kind of prevent those gold sellers from hopping in and, and doing those first quests and then and then dumping them into another account and obviously selling them uh, to different people on different servers. Also, Bordy, 
uh, the family share, we talked a little bit about this earlier. Family share is disabled, which turns out it was a, was a, was a cool thing for some people, but a bad thing for everybody because that family share was allowing those gold sellers to avoid banning and, and keep their, uh, gold selling active. So Bordy, what do you, what is your thoughts on the, uh, changes, uh, to reduce gold sellers? I think they're overall good, man. I think some of these might just be a little bit of a Band-Aid, but, but but for sure, it's a step in the right direction without a doubt. I think gold sellers in any, any MMO is always an issue, but I'm glad to see that they're addressing them because they were most definitely getting out of hand and getting very, very annoying uh, to see the, the chat just spammed with those people all the time. It was also, you go down there to the starter beach and sometimes you would just see masses of, of gold sellers of these brand new accounts down there just running around uh, as bots farming this stuff. And that's very frustrating and very disheartening as a new player uh, to jump in the game and see that even as somebody that's level 60 to run down there for whatever reason and see all that it's just it's not good man and so i'm very very glad that they're addressing these issues the family sharing thing obviously needed to be addressed as i said before whenever we're talking about it it sucks for the people that were using it legitimately um but now it's just you, you just have to go buy a new account man you know i i did the same i play my son he's five he also likes to get on here and play he likes to go chop down trees and harvest stuff he, he actually likes the pvp it's quite funny but but we just have two accounts. So he has his Steam account with his account. I have mine with mine, and we just play together that way. Uh, and and so that's just that's the route you have to take. It does kind of suck for those people that use it legitimately, but for the overall health of the game, it had to happen, man. It was getting out of control. That had to be something that happened, and so I'm glad to see they're addressing it, which is great. Yes, uh, I agree. Uh, you know, the thing about it is, is you know, this has been a problem since day one of MMOs. It's like, you know, everybody is concerned about pay to play and everything like that, or pay to win, excuse me. But 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 this has been a problem uh, since the jump is is having people farm. It's it's so it's a really odd concept to think about. But do you go into a game and and there are people that are willing to obviously use their real lifetime to get fake money to sell it yeah. to you so that you can save your real lifetime to buy real money to pay real money for fake money. It's a weird mm -hmm. it's a weird concept, but. But dude, you know, there are people, ironically enough, in different companies or a company in different countries or parts of the world that make a living playing MMOs to sell you the fake money. It's it's a very yeah. strange thing, but it happens over and over again. Uh, it's always a problem in MMOs. It's still a problem in World of Warcraft. The game's 20 years old, but it seems like they've made some gigantic leaps into fixing that issue uh, in New World. And I'm very, very happy that they've they've taken the time to do this from the jump. Um, and so, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that these changes seem very good, Bordy. Uh, and I think that's about it. I, I, I think obviously we got to wait and see how effective they are, but right now I haven't seen a lot of gold spamming recently, uh, here. It went down drastically. Yeah. It went yeah. down drastically. Yep. Yep. So, uh, it's very exciting. Obviously the exploit department was another big problem, Bordy. There was a lot of duping issues. Uh, players were getting rich and, and duping from trading and using the trading posts and everything. We know that was, uh, you know, the short term uh, or the short term resolution was to shut down player trading as a whole. Uh, but but now they've got it fixed. Trading's back up and uh, they've, they've seemed to have fixed the duping issues. Now, again, uh, most people or I would say a lot of people that are willing to abuse duping are not going to always report the issues. But for right now, I don't hear or know of any uh, known uh, large issues with duping. So it seems that they fixed that yeah. as well. Yeah, I think so. So, 
Uh, well, Borny, uh, great, great input there. Uh, combat. Great input there. I mean, <laughs> well, I, mean, uh, well, I mean, the duping uh, issues need to be fixed. We all yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, and yeah, stop them, duping, so Borny. You sound yeah, very yeah, guilty yeah. when you you don't have much yeah. to say about when duping, I, When I don't have much sir. to say about it, I just yeah. keep, I keep my mouth shut, man. <laughs> yeah. That's why I have millions of coins. I just said that people that do dupe yeah. don't talk about it, and then you go, yeah. Yeah. So now everybody thinks you do. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. I hope you have your account after the podcast. Uh, combat, uh, Bordy, lots of tons of changes, uh, in yeah. the combat department, dude. Uh, you know, some things that we all knew needed to be fixed and some that we didn't even know needed to be fixed, but overall the changes to combat are massively significant to the overall gameplay in new world wars, outpost rush, open world PVP, dude. Uh, it's a lot of this has taken gigantic steps forward because of the combat changes, the first and foremost, or the first one that I think is is the most important one, uh, was it was the group scaling passives, Bordy. There were some problems with how these passives scaled, allowing people with hatchets, warhammers to do and take significant amounts of damage, Bordy. Uh, the the one that was prominent in everybody's minds was a hatchet perk uh, that allowed people to do massive amounts of damage by stacking uh, a a buff that scaled with people around them. Uh, so Bordy, uh, dude, what do you think, man? Uh, what do you think about the, the scaling passive changes and the effects of the overall gameplay? Dude, so good, man. So, so good. Because what, what was happening too, is that a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people knew that the outnumbered passive for the Warhammer wasn't working correctly either. So you were just able to stack, stack and stack more mitigation. And so you could literally go into outpost rush with a Warhammer and a hatchet and you could just kill people like crazy and you could just be unkillable, like literally unkillable because that passive would just stack. You could be one V tinning people out there and you would not die. It was crazy. And it was, it did not feel good at all it was very frustrating to go into outpost rush or any kind of pv uh pvp activity whenever you whenever you have these issues going on but now with the changes uh these changes on top of some other changes that they made combat bro is so good man it feels so good it is so much fun right now in the current state and i'm so glad they got those fixed so it's good to see they addressed them pretty quickly man like the, the uh, hatchet thing was not a thing but for what like a few days two or three days maybe i don't know something like uh, that or at least that's what it seemed to be maybe it was longer than that maybe it just didn't come to light until until then but uh, <laughs> either either way they did fix it pretty timely and uh and here we are man and now it's i think combat's in a really really good state right now yeah so you know and that wasn't the only one there were some other perks that we didn't know about uh that were scaling like with the warhammer and stuff that was just making people a lot more tankier than they should have been uh but the hatchet one was yeah was a very significant problem in wars and and, and outpost rush and stuff and 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 those changes just jumped the game massively in the right direction but one that that people were sleeping on i think that that finally uh, has kind of, I think, changed combat in an even more significant way than than uh, those uh, sort of exploits was the uh, resilience uh, perk at Bordy. So all of us knew or, or were aware, or most of us knew or were aware that the resilience perk was applying to overall damage. It wasn't just applying to crit damage. Uh, so it was just making everybody that much more tanky could take that much more damage. Outpost rush felt really bad in that instance because basically people, you know, it just took so much damage to kill everyone. Yeah. And then if, if people were tanky, 
then or like wearing heavy armor with a life staff, they were almost impossible to kill. And, the, were, and the Warhammer with that freaking perk stacking over and over. Yeah, and over. the Warhammer yeah, the one made it even worse. So you you had a lot yeah. of people running Warhammer life staff, and and they were unkillable. There are videos with with twelve to to fifteen people attacking one guy and him not dying. So uh, th these changes have been really significant. The resilience perk overall, Bordy, I think is a, is a massive change, one that, that definitely needed to be made, and I'm glad that they caught that and made that change because, like you said, over, overall, Outpost Rush in, in, in PvP feels so much better uh, with people actually dying <laughs> now. It's so good, man. Combat right now feels like it was intended to feel, I think. It feels really good. There's still some issues with perks and some other things not working correctly, so it's not 100% fixed. But but overall, out combat is really, really fun right now, man. It is really fun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, and, and, and I think I look forward to wars. I've heard that they're much, much better now. Uh, I think that there are, you know, they're moving away from like the inevitable, like everybody who's invincible get on the point and just basically it's just like this 30 minute struggle to get one point, uh, which is how things usually end or the, what the wars that we had participated in recently had ended was basically just like everybody using movement abilities to knock off these invincible people off the point for a short enough amount of time to get the points. So it's kind of, uh, kind of a pretty boring meta. I think a lot of people uh, complained or hated uh, where wars were at. And so they've changed significantly now, to my understanding. So I look forward to competing with those as well. Uh, so now here's some quality of life thing. Oh, one last thing is the spell strike consistently. I think this is something they're going to need to continue to improve and work on. Even now, some of the spells don't strike as consistently as you would hope. Uh, but, but you know, again, uh, pretty big changes there. But I think that this is one of the things that maybe. They didn't necessarily miss the mark on, but but we'll continue to need uh, attention as the game goes on. Yeah, I think we'll see some big fixes with that coming up with the November update too. So uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, last uh, last thing here is the respec cost of both your attributes and your weapon mastery. Now, um, the, this was uh, you know they had talked about the deflating economy. And this was back, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about the universal trading post. This, is, this was like uh, in that neighborhood of topics. Uh, but, but Bordy, uh, you know, uh, respecting uh, your weapons, your your stats became like a pretty big chore uh, as far as financially goes. And and I think that kind of defeated the purpose of the game. Because, you know, I think one of the strengths of New World is you have one character, you have all these different uh, abilities, roles, uh, you know, uh, whether you're mining, whether you're, uh, you know, tanking, whether you're healing, you, you want to be able to fluidly swap within those roles without too much, uh, you know, resistance, I think, because that's the whole purpose, of, in my mind, of being able to level everything on one account. Well, they reduced these, uh, the cost of both of these things. So now I feel more open to try new builds. If, if I do want to respec uh, to strength when I go on my mining routes, I can do that for, for a fee that's not, doesn't seem like it's a gigantic waste of money. So overall, I do think that these, uh, these changes to respecing are pretty significant. 
Yeah, it's awesome, man. It went from 500 to 200 coin to respec your attributes and down from 200 to went from 200 Azoth to 50 to respec your weapons, which is really, really nice. I love this change, man, because you're right. It did feel real bad whenever you're trying to respec for 500 coin and 500 coin in New World is not is 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 not an insignificant amount of money. It's a decent amount of money. You could buy a lot of other things with 500 coin. And so to have that go from 500 to 200 just feels good. Uh, you should be able to easily respec your stuff I think because you have a great point there. That's kind of how the game is intended, I believe. So it is nice. I'm so happy to see that change. Very good change. Well, uh, Bordy, can you think of anything else uh, in the uh, neighborhood of patch 1.0.5? Overall, dude, I think it, it was an amazing step forward. And if we get updates like this on a weekly basis, dude, I'm really, really excited to see what the November patch brings. Uh, and and what changes we'll or improvements we'll see to the game uh, in a in a patch that size. Yeah, me too. I mean, last week it was kind of uh, our episode last week was was uh, was much different than this week because last week there were all these issues going on that we just were were a little bit frustrated with because things just weren't going well in terms of combat and the resilient perk not being fixed. There's all these things, and now they come out with 1.05 in a pretty timely manner, and it completely shifted everything, man. The the combat now is great. It's really really fun. The duping bugs have been addressed. A lot of things have been fixed, and so now I feel like the game is in a much better state than it was even a week ago, even a few days ago. And it's just, it feels good, man. It feels good to see these fixes coming out. There's still a lot of work to be done with the game, I think, to, to put it in a state that's just that, that's just really, really great. But man, I think so far they're doing a great job addressing these things, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the future of the game, man. Yes, for sure. And, and again, I can't go, you know, I can't say enough good things about the team's responsiveness to a lot of these things. I think people are, you know, kind of being a little bit more dramatic than they should be as far as like, you know, the state of the game. No, no, people do that. Well, you know, it's, it's sad because it's not very often that people behave this way on the internet, but yes, people are, uh, being, uh, a little overly reactive to a lot of these things, dude, in my mind. And I know we, we give it, we give, uh, our fair share of constructive criticism, I think, but, but overall, dude, they, they have been extremely responsive with a lot of these changes and, and uh, you know, they it's very apparent that they care a lot about the game. They're spending they are working, spending time on improving the game. They already have plans for like things like the universal trading posts and all those other things yeah. that kind of are gonna you know, are a little bit proactive for these uh, these issues that are gonna be coming up. and and dude, I, I'm extremely excited to see what November holds. And, and it's a big update, our first big update uh, to New World. So all right, yeah. Bordy, well, it's been it's been a fun one. We've had a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, it's been a good episode. So why don't we go ahead and hop into our company of the week? All right, Bordy. So the first company of the week is the Keepers of the Spark. Yeah, so Keepers of the Spark, they're an EU company. They are a covenant company. Their size is 51 plus. Currently, they are not recruiting. However, it says, please be aware that Keepers of the Spark are currently full, but they are accepting covenant players to join their Discord, to hang out with them, and to attend their social events, etc. When there's space, when space in the company becomes available, they're going to be the first to hear about it. So if you want to try to get into a, a company that's already full and they already have a lot of things going on and kind of get on the waiting list there, this would be a good one to, to be a part 
part of if you're on the EU servers. It says that they are a friendly, welcoming community open to players from all walks of life. They intend to play the game uh, to its fullest, doing PvE, PvP, crafting, gathering dungeons, everything the game has to offer. They even mention here a little bit of RP that they want to get in, involved in. They said they, ha- they uh, are planning to take territories uh, as much as possible, and they said that they offer a friendly, welcome community of like-minded gamers to have fun together to enjoy the game in the sense of community and a helpful group of people at your back. So I think if you guys just want to get into a company that's full, that is uh, ready to accept new players whenever other players leave or become inactive, this would be for you. Join the Keepers. Sounds like a great place to be a part of. So the next one we have here is... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to... I'm wondering if it's like a Magic the Gathering reference, uh, the, the name of the, oh. the company, but 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 I guess uh, they can tell us in the comments. Hopefully they've watched the video, so... All right, all right, continue <laughs> yeah, maybe on. Maybe so, I don't continue know. Continue on. All right, all right. so the next one we have here is called Bear Claw. They're in an NA East server. So it says they're looking for recruits to join us in the quest to claim Windsward. They want Windsward. They want to claim and hold Windsward. So they host all play styles. They play solo or in a group, and it says message Dova Bear in-game to be added to the company. They have their Discord link posted here. So if you guys want to be, if you're in NA East, uh, check out Bear Claw, the uh, Dova Bear. Go check them out. All right, thank you guys so much for promoting your for for promoting your companies on New World Fans, uh, guys. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you, special thank you to all of our Patreon who yes. continue to provide uh, you know a support. Uh, our first week of of uh, you know full time couldn't have went better. Uh, I had a ton of fun uh, streaming and obviously uh, getting more of a chance to. Uh, you know, uh, interact with the community and everything. So we're very appreciative of that. Had a lot of people from the podcast come over to our streams and say hi. And, and it's always good to kind of meet you guys in a, le- a less uh, or a more reactive or a more uh, interactive uh, environment. So thank you guys for coming to check us out. Obviously, Bordy streams over at Twitch and so do I uh, on Tuesday through Friday. So uh, we'd appreciate you uh, hopping over there and saying, hey, uh, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, we will see you on another episode of New World To Go.